Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Now, before I get into this week's episode, I want to remind you about my in-person event that's happening this month on February the 22nd in Melbourne, Australia. It's the Vision to Action 2024 Business Day Out. And I designed this event specifically for business owners like us, solopreneurs, micro business owners, to bring us together, to learn from each other and to take you through a planning process to help you turn your goals into an action plan so that you feel focused and clear and confident as you move through this year. You'll meet other consultants, coaches, service providers, online course creators and creatives in person, creating new connections and perhaps even some partnerships or collaborations. You'll also hear the candid stories, challenges and insights from three incredible business owners. The first is Christina Carlson. She's the founder and former creative director of Kiki K. Yes, Kiki K, the shop, my favorite stationary place. And she's the founder of Dream Life, where she's a sought-after coach, mentor, and international speaker who's passionate about learning, self-improving, and she's a proud mother of two children. Also on the panel is Galinka Shadanoa, and Galinka's a personal stylist and style coach. She left her corporate finance career to pursue her love for styling women. And she has since grown a global audience of almost 100,000 followers on Instagram, along with being interviewed in various media and working with her dream clients. She's a real shining example of creating an inspiring vision and following through with the action to bring it to life. And third on the panel is Natasha Bamblett, a cultural facilitator, speaker, and mentor. She's a First Nations woman living and learning on Nam country in Melbourne, a mother of two, and the founder of Queen Acknowledgements. And she's been a business owner for more than 10 years. She's passionate about making an impact through connection to self, culture, and country, along with helping women to reclaim their power, own their story, and have their voices counted and heard. Now, along with this panel of speakers sharing their behind the scenes and opening up to your questions, I'm also hosting a workshop to help you create a plan based on your unique vision and goals to gain clarity and the actions needed to make those happen. It's going to be interactive where you and the other attendees can really have their say and ask their questions and hear from what others might be going through as well. And it's all set within a beautiful environment with a delicious lunch, morning and afternoon tea. And tickets are on sale for a very short time longer. You'll find them at emilyosmond.com forward slash day out. This event is on the 22nd of February here in Melbourne. Go to emilyosmond.com forward slash day out. And I hope to see you there. 
All right, so let's get into my online marketing predictions for micro business owners in 2024. There's lots of things that are going to be happening and shifting and changing and growing and shrinking this year when it comes to online marketing. But I really wanted to put a focus on what is relevant for us. What is relevant for us as the smaller business owners, perhaps we have just ourselves in the business or one or two others or a very small team, what is going to be most relevant for us to be aware of and consider? Now, these are my predictions and let's see if they end up happening or not. So number one, now this is something that we're already seeing, so it shouldn't come as a surprise, but organic reach is a little bit challenging on social media, specifically on Instagram when it comes to the feed. Times have changed and it's not what it used to be. So I want you to think about not relying on your posts in the feed, especially being shown to your audience in that timely manner. So if you post it today, I don't want you to have that expectation that your audience are going to see it today. They may come across something else that leads them to your Instagram and they might see that post in one week or one month or six months from now. So think about your feed as a portfolio that people are going to find and explore. Now, what should you have on there? Well, my recommendation is that you give lots of value. And by that, I mean really showcasing your expertise, your credibility, your personality. I have a preference of doing that with video, but it doesn't have to be video. However, imagine if someone has perhaps heard you on a podcast or seen something pop up or have gone ahead and followed you, and then they are going to see some of your most recent posts pop up in their feed and or they may go to your feed to explore what you've been sharing there. How incredible would it be for them to hear your voice, to see you speaking to camera and to be sharing some of the things that you're passionate about, that you're the expert at, that you can give them some help or insight or direction with. And uh, that would be my advice in terms of what to focus on when it comes to the feed. Now, when it comes to Instagram stories, these are still very helpful. And I would make sure that you're actually promoting some of your next steps for your audience here. So moving them away from Instagram to your other places, specifically where you can get in front of them in a little bit more timely manner. For instance, through email to your list, when you know that you send that email, a large percentage of actually going to see that pop up in their inbox that hour or that minute or that day. Uh, so that would be my recommendation there. Just a little bit of a shift when it comes to the feed and then stories thinking about, right, how can I make sure I'm talking about the next step, whether that is a paid offer that you have, a class perhaps that you have coming up, some workshops and your lead magnets and focus on that. Number two, your SEO. Now, I think a lot of us are going to be focusing on this this year. This is something that will keep performing for you when you're not posting on social media or you're not paying for ads. So it's an investment that will pay off over time. And uh, it also allows us to build some security into the business with having that traffic there. When it comes to SEO, and this leads me to another point, is that good writing and good content is important. It's not enough to just be sharing any old sort of content or slapping things together. There is AI and uh, platforms like ChatGPT where pretty much anyone can enter a few terms and be delivered an article that they can go ahead and share. 
So firstly, we want to make sure that we have some originality to our content. We bring in some personality or entertainment or tell stories that make our content unique and make it enjoyable and a great experience to read. This might mean bringing in some diagrams, some images, or just making it a really nice aesthetic as people move through that it's really clear and broken down. You've got headings and all that type of thing. But secondly, making it better than AI content, make it really helpful. Do the things that AI can't do, like actually go into some examples there that's really going to help people link off to things so they can get more more help and uh, further resources and making it really well structured and giving people what they want. So as we focus on the SEO, making sure that what we create is really high value. Now, on this as well, as we put more effort into the great content and the SEO, I want you also to consider about ways to monetize the traffic. Now, this may be looking at having some affiliate links through your content so that as you are driving some traffic to your website and perhaps suggesting different tools or resources, you might make a small commission as people click those links and use those tools. There might be some small digital products that you go ahead and offer in relation to the content that you are sharing and creating. So maybe you've written something about creating a a budget, let's say, and it's a great article. You share some, some suggestions, some insights, and then you go ahead and say, hey, if you actually want my template to be able to turn this into your own budget, you can go ahead and buy that one here for $10 or $20 or whatever it might be. And it's not a big decision or a big leap for people to go ahead and do so. They don't necessarily need a ton of trust or a ton of time to think about it. They're like, yeah, that totally makes sense as the next step. Now, to give you an example of this one, I was chatting with a friend just the other night. Now, she doesn't work in marketing or online business. She works in a company and she followed someone for about a year, she thinks. She was just telling me about this. And uh, they're in the, in the finance space. And follow them on Instagram. Now, recently she saw an ad pop up and I thought it was quite funny. She referred to it as clickbait. I'm like, yeah, true, fair enough. That's okay. Um, So she saw an, an ad pop up that was basically retargeting her most likely because she followed this person on Instagram. And she then uh, clicked that ad, it was following her around, and she went ahead and bought that budgeting spreadsheet from that person. So that's a little bit of an example of the flow and kind of the strategy there in terms of what we can look at doing as part of our marketing and part of being smart about where we're putting our focus. And that leads me to my final prediction here, and that is being smart when it comes to investing in ads and using our ads to remind people. So as we are building up some traffic, as we are sharing great content on our socials, but also being present in places where people are most likely to be looking, then making sure that we are getting back in front of them, especially as it can be a little bit more challenging on some platforms to have us have our organic content be seen. So we can look at retargeting our audiences, whether that's our social media audiences, whether that's our website audiences, our email lists, with basically reminders of, hey, here's how I can help you. Here's that uh, budgeting spreadsheet that you can go ahead and buy. We know there's plenty of noise out there, plenty of options, plenty of content to consume. So I would recommend 
as a really good strategy and as a bit of a prediction here in terms of having some ads there set up really to bring people back to remind people of the best ways that you can help them and how you're actually monetizing in your business so that you can see some great results from the content that you're putting out there. So there's some of my predictions and also recommendations for the year going forward when it comes to online marketing for micro business owners in 2024. What do you think? Anything that you're perhaps already seeing and moving towards in your business or what are you expecting to happen? I'd love to hear. You can reach out on Instagram at Emily Osmond and uh, just a reminder as well to come along to my event happening in February 22nd. Uh, 2024. So this month in Melbourne, it's the Vision to Action Business Day Out. It's going to be an incredible event filled with connecting with like-minded people and business owners, of learning, being inspired, hearing real insights of what it takes to build and run a business and how people have got there. Plus as well, turning that inspiration and insights and learning into your plan to help you make it happen this year in your business. Go to emilyosmond.com forward slash day out. Snap up your ticket while it's uh, there's still an opportunity to do so. And I can't wait to see you there. Now, if you're also like, Emily, what is this Facebook ads thing or Instagram ads thing? Where should I be putting my focus this year? Well, I've actually invited Fernanda Alberici, who you may remember hearing on the podcast in episode 272, where we spoke about niching sales funnels and Facebook ads. And Fernanda Alberici is from Fab Marketing. She specializes in Facebook and Instagram ads. And she is our guest expert for February in the Modern Marketing Collective. Now, she's going to be sharing where she recommends putting your focus for this year when it comes to online advertising, specifically with Facebook and Instagram ads. So come along and join us inside the Modern Marketing Collective to access this expert masterclass and really to hear where the experts are saying they recommend you put your efforts into ads. So you can come and join us at emilyosmond.com forward slash collective. You can join uh, on a really flexible monthly plan there, month to month. Come and join us, test it out and uh, make the most of that guest expert masterclass on Facebook and Instagram ads. All right, I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.